Welcome to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. The Safe Haven Podcast is a space for you to be real, raw, emotional, vulnerable, hilarious, and or completely carefree. This podcast offers a space for stories to be shared about the lights and darks, highs and lows of life in a judgment-free zone. Join me and my powerful guests as we dive into a variety of conversations and topics. Listen from where you are, as you are. Think, laugh, and cry along with us, whether you're in your car, in the kitchen, chasing your kids, running your business, caregiving for someone you love, getting a mani-pedi, while you're in the hospital, a treatment center, sitting on the deck, on the dock, or out for a run. These weekly stories and messages will hit you right in the heart, fill up your cup, and recharge your spirits. Joining me today, in the UK, is Katie. Katie is a friend of mine that I met while I was living in Australia, and we are going to have a TGIT, thank goodness it's Thursday edition, a super lovely, lighthearted, full of love edition of the Safe Haven Podcast. Katie, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> it's perfect. Katie and I actually met in Australia. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll just kind of give a bit of a brief. You Sounds just correct good. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> because we have, it's so funny that we have very similar but slightly different stories because I totally thought you drank coffee and here I go bringing you a maple coffee and you're like, I don't drink coffee. Damn it. Only because I'm allergic. I know. Well, here's me being like, oh, when we met, we went out for coffee. But obviously everyone in Australia, when they go out for something, they meet for coffee. Yes. Well, we probably you had a hot chocolate. I think I did. Yeah, <laughs> I probably did like too. A child in me, yes. <laughs> you know what? The marshmallows in Australia are weird compared to ours. Yes, they are actually. They're like hard. Yeah. And they have like a coating, like a. And they're quite often pink. Yeah. And, yeah. Pink. They've got pink ones and white ones. Yeah. I know, because actually, actually, fun fact. Chances are I probably had a hot chocolate too, and I probably asked for extra marshmallows because there's the kid in me coming out. Yeah. So anyway, I had just come back from my farm work, and that would have been May, end of May-ish. Ish, probably, And yeah. you'd come in March. Yeah. Hadn't you? Yeah. So I had just put something out in this Facebook group just being like, hey, anyone that's interested in getting their farm work, oh, if you need a... If you need a second-year visa, basically, in Australia, at the time, you know you can get a three-year visa now? Oh, wow. Yes. We got ripped off. Yes, we definitely I did. know. <laughs> so when we went over on a 417 visa, we could only have one year. And in order to acquire your second-year visa, you needed to put 88 days of farm work, and well, any type of agriculture, mining, fisheries, fruit picking, basically anything in like that. In a rural. In a rural place. Part of Australia, yeah. Yeah. So you had to do that in order to acquire your second year visa and have it signed off. Yeah, the rural part was a big thing. So I had just put in this Facebook group for all of the uh, international teachers that were teaching in Australia. And I just said like, hey guys, if you want to talk about it or you need some connections, look me up. And so Katie had gotten a hold of me right away and she just said, yep, I'm definitely keen on talking about it. I'm not quite sure I want to do what you did while you were in Australia because I was definitely living on a cattle station mustering and branding and vaccinating and dehorning and yeah getting in there with the cows getting in there with the cows <laughs> I know I also I well, that was part of my job I also helped a lovely lady uh Diane and her family out on their station and I was like her right hand little lady there and I helped clean her house and cook meals and prep whatever and I loved it I actually had a great time but anyway so we got to go and talk about that and within literally we had I feel like we hadn't even sat down yet 
Probably not. No. no. You ask those typical questions, don't you, of other expats living in Australia, you know, where are you from? Why, how long yeah. have you been here? Why did you come? So it's really kind of, yeah, question one, two, and three, really, that got us to the realization. <laughs> because I remember when you're like, so where are you from? And I said, well, I'm from Halliburton, but most recently I just come from, you know, where I was living after university. And you said, yeah, that's where I'm from. I was like, wait a second. Like, is that where you came from just recently? And you're like, yeah. So I remember I explained exactly where I was living. And you're like, you're joking. In the high rise or the low rise? And I was like, the high rise? And you're like, what floor? <laughs> Eight. And you were on nine. I think so, yeah. And I re- it got down to cars and everything. I recognized your gray Mazda 3 in the parking lot. You would have recognized my burgundy that was exactly the same as your gray one. Yeah. So we lived in the same building for nine months and met in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Small world, it, for sure. We didn't know each other. No. I don't, I don't remember even passing each other by I'm sure we probably did yeah but but I always made note of the young people in the building yeah and I mean I would have thought that I would have recognized a familiar face when we sat down in Australia but it took yeah moving across the world to meet uh... (laughs) it's crazy eh yeah I know what originally took you over to Australia uh just looking for a change really actually like kind of fell into a job out of university loved it um Mm -hmm. for a while it was really really interesting really great um but right out of university actually I kind of had the idea that I wanted to move overseas Mm -hmm. and then for whatever reason that didn't happen and it was just kind of always an itch that was there that I just felt like I had to had to do it and you know given a number of different circumstances it was Australia that I picked had you done much traveling before Australia uh, I had done a trip uh, around Europe uh, cool. with with one of my best friends when I was kind of finishing up university. So we mm-hmm. came over and did um, a number of different countries across Europe and absolutely loved that. And yeah. then been across Canada a little bit as well. But uh, Australia was definitely the furthest. Mm-hmm. It is. It is so far. Yeah. You, don't, you really don't realize, I think what really set it in stone as to just how far I was away from home was when you try and contact someone and you're like wait a second it's their nighttime or their daytime or whatever and you just keep crossing it's like yeah, oh it doesn't although work. I found it worked actually a lot better than me living in the UK right now with the time of difference being five hours I probably annoyed everybody on the train on the way to work but at seven o'clock in the morning on my train to work right that was seven in the evening back home so got it okay. I was able to do pretty I was I feel like I was able to keep tabs pretty well while I was there but it was crazy always to think that it was yeah yeah 12 hours we're completely opposite starting or ending our day yeah I've actually I actually funny that you say that because even just with the five hours time difference now on this trip being here is trying to communicate with back home. Same thing. I did the same thing on my way to... Where was I today? Uh, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yes, we'll get to that. I was at Wimbledon today. Today flew. Mm. But um, when I was on the on the train this morning, same sort of thing as sending messages. And I'm also talking lots to BC. So that's eight hours, right? Yeah. So same sort of thing is like, you know, I'm on the train and I'm sending text messages and he's getting them at one, two, three in the morning. <laughs> right? So yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But no, so it's, yeah, it's, it's wild. That's a... Uh, 
And speaking of time zones, even too, when you think of it, what we were up to on Friday, mm-hmm. our Friday night was pretty spectacular. And it was funny too. Actually, that's when I appreciated the time difference because I wanted to share what we were doing on Friday, which we'll get into in a moment, uh, with my people. And it was special that they were still awake and able to appreciate a lot of what we were doing, yeah. which was... It was just the Celine Dion concert in Hyde Park. (laughs) No big deal, guys. We just went to see Celine Dion, the queen. Yes. Which was so special, eh? Yeah, she just put on such an incredible, incredible show. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, obviously she's been a legend for so, so many Mm -hmm. years. And, I mean, she's still going very strong. But you just never know how long she is going to be touring and how long she's going to kind of be putting on shows. So I just felt really lucky to to experience that in a venue outside on a beautiful sunny oh day in London. Um, you see the sunset? Incredible. Yeah, I mean, the sky just Pink sky. Beautiful, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just the backdrop and the costumes and obviously her vocals, it was just, she was just unreal. I know. Really, really special. When you'd reached out to me, it would have been about a month ago. Probably, Maybe yeah. a bit more, yeah. When you reached out and you just sent me this message on Facebook and you're like, so... Just putting it out there. Celine Dion's going to be playing at Hyde Park when you're here. Do you want to go? And at first I thought, oh, gosh. Yeah, well, I there's no question I want to go. And then I started thinking, okay, well, how much is it? And I'm on a bit of a budget. I don't necessarily have a guaranteed paycheck until next February. How are we going to make this happen? So it's quite reasonable, really, when you think about it. Yeah. And then... Um, I've got some lovely humans in my life that also wanted me to go and see Celine Dion. And... And we kind of pushed that and just said, yeah, go. And so as soon as I'd committed, you know, everyone's like, have you heard back from Katie? Are you going to go? Did she get tickets? <laughs> so when you'd given me the the okay and had just basically said, yeah, game on, we're going to go. That was great. It was 70 pounds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through our lovely friends at Groupon. Yes. Groupon. Yes. Thank you, Groupon. <laughs> but why don't you take it from here and tell how great it was when we actually got to the gate how did our night get even better? Yes. So, <laughs> yes, some, someone was smiling down on us at this yeah, point. Um, we went for just a couple of drinks before, uh, before the show with a couple of friends uh, who had actually splurged and they'd gotten themselves the fancy gold circle VIP tickets. Yep. And so going through the gate, they asked the steward, you know, how, how do we get our wristbands? Where do we go to collect these? And bless his soul, the, the guy who was working there looked only at one of our tickets. Uh, two of the four of us had paid for the gold circle. Um, but he still came back with four wristbands, popped them on us, and, and off we went. Yeah, to, no, uh, no second questions the VIP on status. So I couldn't believe really it. Really close as well, which was, which was amazing to go, you know, really be able to see her on the stage as opposed to being kind of a little tiny dot from the back. So, well, yeah. Um, yeah, off to a great start for sure. Big time. <laughs> and we found out that other people that had gone paid 180 Mm-hmm. And we paid 70, no big deal. So we won the lottery. Yes. Yeah, we did. Very fortunate. <laughs> and so people were like, oh, well, what does VIP get you? And the funniest thing was is that it really didn't give us much besides just more. It was really spacious when you actually com- considered what was on the other side of that barrier. Because yeah. there was diamond, right? Yeah. So they have this big, beautiful stage. Then there was the diamond section. Then there was gold circle. And they were just partitioned. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically all it was. Yeah, fenced off, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that must have been kind of part of their crowd control. Yeah, yeah, to kind of make sure everyone's not pushing up to see the plebs. 
behind us. <laughs> hey, we should have been a plaid as well. <laughs> I know. We got we got so lucky. That was so fun. Would you do a typical... Do you go to concerts often here? Or what does a typical Friday night look like here? Um, I don't go to concerts loads. Every once in a while, if there's like a summer festival, I'll, I'll go, which is, which is nice to kind of go and spend a day in the sun, um, having drinks and kind of popping around the different mm-hmm. stages. Um, I feel like there's no such thing really as a typical Friday or a typical weekend. Often it's, you know, drinks with friends on a Friday after work, just down in the pub. Um, you go for one, which turns into one yes. bottle, which, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, There's but, so many pubs here. Yeah, and you were just saying as well, it's funny how um, after work, everyone just spills out onto the street outside of the pubs as well. It's not That was one of my biggest things here. <laughs> environment. Yeah. Everybody just kind of mills in the street, has some drinks, has some fun. But, yeah, that's often typical, especially in the summer. We love to just go and hang out in the park, which we did on the mm-hmm. weekend as well. Just go and grab a picnic, grab some drinks and, and hang out in the sun. But then the, one of the reasons why I really love living in London is all of the really fun and kind of unique experiences. I love going to the theatre, mm. which I feel really, really lucky that I have the opportunity to do. So many amazing shows come through the West End. So I try to get to, you know, a few shows a year. I have just recently bought tickets to a, a show that's not happening for another year from now. No I'm way. I'm very excited. So, yeah, it's just kind of having things like that to look forward to. And then I went to, I'm not sure if you know about Secret Cinema, but it's a company that puts on a kind of a full immersive production where they choose a movie and everyone's given costume not I mean you buy your own costume but you're given kind of a costume design of what you're meant to to wear you're given a character you're meant to come and totally be immersed in that character and kind of go through that immersive world that they've created for you which is you know complete from the food and the drink to they provide that too well I mean it's obviously you have to pay but okay. kind of I mean it's all themed to the part of the movie and it's all really really well done so I went to one of those just recently as well it was themed all around James Bond so yeah it's just there's lots of really kind of interesting and different because I've never heard of that on in in London that I was kind of like to to take advantage of going to kind of you know um the races or the cricket or things like that you know it's just kind of you looked dynamite at the races by the way (laughs) that's a big thing here right bold with the color but Yeah. yeah yeah And it's fun. the big, you know, I actually, that takes me back to the races when, uh, like the Melbourne Cup. Yes. Because they go all out. Well, here in Australia too. Um, and that was something that I'd never really been a part of. I'd never really been to a race even back home ever. Yeah. And yeah. they do it, but not like they do here or in Australia. No. No. I remember the no, weekend I got to Australia. Event. Yeah. And it was the Melbourne Cup in 2012. And I was FaceTiming with a girlfriend of mine, Erin. And I could not focus. I just kept looking around. She's like, what the hell are you looking at? I was like, these women are dressed up and have these humongous hats on and these big fancy things. And she's laughing. She's like, that's the Melbourne Cup, Amanda. I had no idea. So then even see, well, now that I know what the whole race culture is, but seeing you and your girlfriends all dressed up, you look so good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was just really fun to, I mean, I don't know that I'd be rushing back, but it was just something, Mm -hmm. you know, something to experience and something to... Um, yeah, just kind of get dressed up and go out and mm-hmm. have, have a good day. I keep saying about in the sun, which I know people are probably thinking that that's very 
opposite to what you would imagine for London, but it's really not that dreary. And I think you can attest to that having been here for oh six my gosh. days now. And it's rained once. Yeah. Once and at nighttime. Exactly. The day even that we were in the park, it that wasn't even drizzle. We didn't even get wet. Exactly. <laughs> right? It didn't even... There was no raindrops anywhere. It was just like a bit of a mist for a little while. And then that night the road was soaked, but we didn't get caught in it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, summer is is really, really cool. I think especially because... I don't know. It's, it has, maybe it hasn't always been that way. It's been that way, luckily for me, for the most part since I've been here, that the summers have been really, really nice and warm. But... I find it really different. I was previously in, I was in Florida earlier in the year and it just felt like everybody was going from one air conditioned building to the next, to the next, to the next, which makes sense when every single day is a scorcher. But here in in London, when you get a 30 degree day, everyone is so excited Mm -hmm. and you can feel the buzz in the city and everybody's kind of out and enjoying it and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be rushing home to be in the air conditioning no you would be out and socializing and at the pub at the pub (laughs) all over the sidewalk (laughs) yeah so it's uh it's a really fun yeah a fun atmosphere especially in the summer but yeah winter has its its bonuses as well in the city well you've been here this is your fifth year correct yeah so what how do the seasons vary do you guys get heaps of snow is it rainy no we do not get heaps of snow um in london anyways uh outside of Mm -hmm. london across the uk can get more uh definitely but here in the in the city i remember actually i was meant to go on a business trip for for work uh a couple of years ago i was meant to be flying to switzerland and we had had some snow and I'm talking maybe an inch mm. to two inches on yeah. the ground. And I made it to the airport and they're just, um, because it doesn't happen all of the time, they're not quite equipped to, right. to handle the snow and, and the removal and the preparations of the planes. And I'm no expert in terms of what needs to be done. <laughs> At the airport. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it just turned into a, a kind of a whole ordeal where I was at the airport for going on six, seven hours to the point where I had to just get off the plane because I was going to miss my meeting and I had to come back home and dial into the meeting remotely because I was on a plane whose pipes were frozen then off the plane and then on another plane and then the runways were closed. Um, oh my, like a total shutdown. Yeah, but everyone was still kind of waiting until you know it melted or they were able to clear it but yeah at that point I would be flying to Switzerland just to turn around right. and come home so myself and a, num- a number of other people actually had to get off the plane so no we don't get a lot of snow and it is no. quite an event when it does happen but I mean I, I find it always still really exciting yeah. um reminds me of home for sure to to see the snow falling but especially around Christmas time mm-hmm. I really love London uh the pubs and mm-hmm. the restaurants and the shops and everybody kind of takes it really overboard in terms of decorations. I love and that. And really wreaths and everything. Wreaths and everything and Christmas trees in the pubs and oh. you know open fires and it's just really really decorated really homey I mean if we're going to get lots of rain it's usually is in the winter time so to kind of be able to tuck in um inside somewhere nice that's really decorated and homey is is always really nice yeah do you guys decorate here yeah we do actually um I love Christmas I love decorating for Christmas yeah 
It's it is such really a special fun. time of year. It it depends, I suppose, because you know we're all kind of headed off often in kind of mm-hmm. different directions. Yeah. But I always like to put my foot down and get mm-hmm. a real tree, even though it's not really something that people do here. But it's, yeah, they're much shorter and they're um a different a different kind of tree. Huh. They're not kind of the evergreen that we're used to back home. It's no like something completely different. The leaves don't really fall off. They don't water them. They just stick them into kind of a a tree stump. And you don't have to put it into kind of a pot to be watered, and it just stays for the few weeks that you have it up. Very Are you like different. a December firster? Like, is December first? Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's the same way, actually. Mom, well, mom usually puts hers up pretty early, so does Allison. And then there, it's sometimes like way into January before they take it down. Mind you, we also have artificial trees. We generally stick to that only just because I'm pretty sure. It was more of just a thing with the cats. My parents' cats used to just kind of chew and pull them down, and yeah, just a bit of a pain. Also, bit of a just liability. yeah, exactly, and needles falling. I guess it was just more of a you could keep it up for longer if it's artificial. Oh, gosh, Christmas is coming. <laughs> like I, uh, we're halfway. I know, I know. You know, next or I guess two weeks from now, we're going to be saying six months. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. This year, maybe I will get my own real tree. Yeah, mm. I think you should. Yeah. Well, last year, I didn't put up a tree, and the year before that, I didn't either. I've got this, actually, bless her, my, my grandma Lytle, who passed in 2016. She um, she had this little artificial tree. It's, like, this big, and it's just you plug it in, and it lights up, and I've got some ornaments that I've collected over the years in it. So that's always really special. I always keep that in my room right next to my bed uh, for the month of nice. December, a bit of that's January. Nice. Yeah. But uh, minimal decorating for the last few years, so I'm pumped to just go hard wherever I'm going to be for Christmas this year. Yeah. <laughs> Stockings, <laughs> tinsel everywhere. Yeah. Like Griswolds. <laughs> yeah, although let's not wish the summer away too quickly now that I'm no. thinking about it. <laughs> Good call, especially when we've had weather, well, even in Ontario, but since I've landed, it has been spectacular here. Yeah. And you know what? I I wasn't expecting shitty weather in any way. I think it was more... I have been surprised by the heat. Yeah. Because it's way warmer than I thought. Even when I was looking um, on the app, you know, or Googling it, whatever I did, before I actually got here, and was looking at, you know, anywhere from about 24 to 25, thinking, that's pretty nice. Because even over the last couple, well, two weeks back home, it's been quite hot. Yeah. Um, and humid. So I kept thinking, oh, well, 20, this is going to be a bit of a breeze. But I think maybe, too, because we're in the city, right? It just feels hotter than that. It gets warmer, yeah. It does. So even, well, when I was pulling my bags here on Thursday when I flew in, I had to sweat. I was glowing by the time I got here, right? Because it was was hot. It was wonderful. definitely. Well, and you've been really lucky with, um, as we said, Thursday going down to Celine Dion. And then today you went to Wimbledon as well, which is one of the... One of the most kind of traditional British yeah. events. It so. worked out so well. So let's do a timeline. I got here on the Thursday. I went to the... You had to go back to work. Yeah. So you went back to work. I had a nap. Let's get real. Yeah. To be honest. I, t- I needed necessary. that. Oh, Total recap. Like just I needed that refresher. Uh, and then I ended up walking over to the market, which yeah. is also another thing that I'm loving about this area that you live in. Yes. I love markets. Loads of markets. We'll get yeah. to another kind of cool market that we went to the other day, which was wonderful. Um, but yeah, so went to that market, and it was actually because it was a Thursday. Apparently, every Thursday is the vintage market. So they have vintage clothing, vintage jewelry, vintage things for your house. I felt like it was a whole humongous yard sale. Yeah. Right? But cool. And food. And then 
Friday. What yeah. the heck did I do Friday? You did everything on Friday. I did everything on Friday. <laughs> I did Katie's walking tour on Friday. Oh my gosh, this is only a few days ago and I like almost gapped on that. I knew that I had written all of my little points down, but I did Katie's walking tour on Friday. <laughs> Which I was not able to guide you on. That's but right. I gave you all of the photos and the descriptions of where yeah. to go. You really can see most of London's biggest, most famous landmarks in a day. Yeah. Walking around. So You were great. So you I took the hand off on, uh, on her own little journey. With the screenshots of the Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd been edited with the little drawings on it. And even with the bridges to go this way and then back over it with the arrows. Yeah. So okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, walk us through it. Left here. Yes. Walked down Whitechapel yes. towards the Thames. So I walked south. And then I went to Tower Hill. Yes. Tower. Yeah. The Tower. The Tower of London. Tower yeah. of London. Yes. That was cool. Very Didn't cool. go in it because I also was just lingering because I was just so gobsmacked at how cool this place is. Yeah. Uh, and there were so many people. Yes. Gosh, right? <laughs> and it was neat too because actually by the time I actually got all the way around and walked down the other side of the Thames that um, it was neat to just see the different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And then you sent me over Tower Bridge. Correct, yeah. I, I did not go up the tower. Which is not London Bridge, as a lot of people... Right, because London Bridge is not falling down, like the song says. London Bridge <laughs> is not heavily decorated and... No, fancy, it wasn't. And, yeah. Basic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Tower Don't Bridge the is thing. the fancy one. <laughs> yeah. And it was cool, actually, so no, I did not. It's really well kept, but very touristy. Yes. Okay, so then now I'm on the south side of the Thames. Yes. And then I walked along and went to, was it the Globe first? No. No. You went for a fancy glass of wine. Right, I did. (laughs) Okay, this is also, you guys, fun fact and a huge tip when you are traveling is know the people that live there and know the tricks because Katie was able to give me a heads up that it cost Mm. 20 pounds to go up to the viewing platform of the Shard or... 9.50 9.50 to go up for a glass of wine. So obviously I went for a glass of wine and FaceTimed Mama and Papa from up there. That was really cool actually. Really beautiful view of the city. Mm-hmm. I loved being able to be up there and actually kind of just get an idea as to where this place was and then down Whitechapel. Kind of walk around. Yeah, you yeah. can kind of do a walk around up there and yeah. see where I'd a been. lot of the kind of landscape up from up above is really pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Shard was first? Yes. And then the Globe? Through Borough Market. <gasps> Borough Market! Guys, I am sorry I'm forgetting so much already. <laughs> I have not had that much to drink since I've been here. I have had more than usual, and it's been fabulous. We'll get to that. It's been great. Okay, so then, okay, so yeah, Borough Market was super cool too. It's amazing. You could eat your weight in all of the food. I pretty much didn't fudge. Yeah. I I pointed, <sighs> I tried to point to you in the direction of the cookies the size of your head, but I don't know if you didn't see them, but the fudge is also a very, very good choice. Oh my God. Cookies as big as my head? Yes. I... I kind of like Probably the idea. Probably thing you didn't see them. I, I agree, especially after the amount of fudge that I ate. Okay. So then I did. You would have been extra excited. Um, yeah, I know, right? Like really buzzing. Okay, so Borough Market. And then you made it to the Globe. And then I made it to the Globe. 
Shakespeare's Globe. Shakespeare's Globe. Yes, not the original, but replica rebuilt there. And then walked across the bridge to... To St. Paul's. St. Paul's Cathedral. St. Paul's Cathedral, which is absolutely stunning. One of the best buildings, I think, in the world, in my humble opinion. It's got a really beautiful silhouette. And it was really neat, too, because the flag on the top of it... It just really, I don't know, it was beautiful. Yeah, there's just something, there's just something about it. It's just mm-hmm. in the size and the architecture and the just kind of brilliance of it is just overwhelming, I find. I mm-hmm. just absolutely love it. Yeah. So that's It has that old feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure that everybody, everybody makes a pit stop at least to do Katie's a walking quick, tour. quick clap around it. Because yeah. it, it, most of the, the walking tour that I send people on is... South of the river, but you have to make that quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved jump, walking across jump it to the north to uh, see St. Paul's. But that walk, even across and back, it's just a pedestrian bridge. Yeah, which is really bridge. cool. Yeah, yeah. So lots of people there snapping photos. It was also really neat because there's people driving underneath on different boats and little speed boats and stuff mm-hmm. too, which is cool. And that also gives you a really neat perspective looking back down the Thames towards where you go. That's from. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole area on the south side of the Thames is called South Bank, yeah? Um, not all of it, but you're approaching that area. Right, because that's where I went next, for my yeah. empanadas, because I saw a guy that was from Argentina with an Argentinian flag. I was like, whoo, I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah. So I went over there and I had some empanadas, which was delicious. That was after that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. The, and it was, that's where it was super busy. That's where it gets, starts to get very, mm-hmm. very busy. And yeah. they had a bunch of pop-up things for food, but then, and then there's a, there's a... What's it called? Not marine land. Uh, aquarium. Aquarium. That's the word I wanted. So there's an aquarium that's there. There's the London Eye, which is massive. Okay, this is like, what's it called? A Ferris wheel on steroids. And each one of those pods. So it, yeah, you said it takes about 20 minutes, half hour to go all the way around. But each one of those pods with people in it, it holds like 20 people or more. At least. Yeah. Yeah. They're humongous. They're and so. Huge. I could not believe it. I tried to take pictures, but it just doesn't do it justice. No. Uh, yeah, so I walked along there, and then I went across the Westminster Bridge. Mm-hmm. And then that was actually walking towards, so now I'm walking back north again. Well, I guess it's actually, I'm walking west, but northwest. And um, towards Big Ben. But yes. Big Ben is under construction. Yes, this is true. Big Ben being the bell inside the clock tower. The That's tower right. itself not is not Big Ben, which is another misconception. But Tell me about that. Oh, well, that's pretty much all I know about <laughs> that. But, uh, yeah, the bell itself inside is called Big Ben, as opposed to the tower. Huh. But, yes, it's been under construction now at least a year. So, mm. yeah, it's a shame that you can't it's all covered. Kind of see it. Yeah. But, yeah, the Houses of Parliament there are... Beauty. Really beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're just around the corner of Westminster Abbey. So uh, that area ha- kind of has a lot going for it. I yeah. Thought. And then St. James Park. That's which, oh, which I walked through on the way to say hi to the Queen. My favorite park. It's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. One bridge. I, I hope you made your way to it where you look one way and you see Horse Guards Parade. Look the other way and you can see Buckingham Palace. And it's just oh, all I really didn't, leafy. I didn't make it right um, to the middle. I actually walked up because that's when I had my reality check. Remember I told you because I had sent you a message. Katie was also super gracious that I had connections to her um, from borrowing a phone of hers. So I could actually text you and be like, Katie. I'm running behind because this is when we were going to meet for Celine Dion after exactly. my big tour. So I was able to send her a text and just say, I just had a reality check. Um, I'm loving my day, but I'm trying to hustle to say, hey, 
to the queen before <laughs> pints, before Celine Dion. Um, but that's actually why I had to rush through the park. And I remember even just walking down the edge of it. Yeah. Down the west side of it that's thinking, stunning. I just want to just chill out in here for the day. Yeah. It was beautiful. It's it, big, but like yeah, so well kept. It's very well kept. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. And they've got, yeah, little chairs that you can rent to sit mm-hmm. on. That's a novelty. But so beautiful. But feeling like a fancy person, you want to treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you treat yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there were so many people hanging out at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very busy there. Yeah. Also meticulously kept grounds there too, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Lots and lots of people. People just pinned up to the gate, eh? <laughs> yeah. Looking in. Yeah, it's kind of funny because you can't really see a whole no, lot. No, you can't. But, I mean, it's, they're the just guards, looking. The guards kind of walking back and forth, yeah, I saw which that. is pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and it's kind of a And the cool gardens there are really there. pretty too. Yeah, yeah. I actually did tour. So Buckingham Palace isn't open for tourists most of the year but they do open for I think six weeks or something like that in the summer when the queen is on her summer holidays so they open up a lot of the reception rooms and the banquet halls and things like that that you can go and kind of tour around and then it ends in the gardens in the back which are also yeah massive which aren't normally open to the public yeah that's pretty cool what was what was Dave saying about the flag in the queen Oh, I'm not sure exactly what the rules are, but I think it's if the flag is up, then she's there. Okay. And if it's not, then she's, she's not. She's not there. She's somewhere else. Yeah. Hmm. Either down in Windsor or up in Scotland or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Little lady. Yeah. Well, you might be following her up there. She, I know, she right? Spend a lot of summer in Scotland. <laughs> Perfect. I will. Uh, I will hunt her down. Perfect. Yeah, because I head up there tomorrow. Yeah. Uh. Yes, yeah, so that was the end of the grand finale there with the. And then I had to palace. hustle all the way along um, Hyde Park. Yeah. Right, to come and meet you guys. And then we hung out with some friends there and had some beers. I actually had cider. Cider and beers. And then we went to see the other queen, Celine. Queen Celine. That was yes. fabulous. Okay, so we had a. Friday was fabulous. And then Saturday, we slept in like champions. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah, yes. that was really we clearly we needed, <laughs> we that. needed that. We definitely needed that. And then I loved going to the park on Saturday. Yeah, so like I was saying before, that's kind of that would be my typical mm-hmm. Saturday. Getting up, doing some exercise, going to the gym, mm-hmm. then meeting up with some friends in the park and having a picnic, popping yeah. a couple of bottles of cava, some prosecco and just Yeah hanging out really so that was yeah you experienced some true London uh, vibes there on Saturday wonderful (laughs) I could do that every Saturday yeah it was so nice so yeah we met Katie and we met Grace and we saw swans and baby swans and so many dogs (laughs) which was great too and I love the picnic idea what a clever idea just to go and we just got a bunch of fruit and some meats and obviously some bubbly and chips and some chocolate. Cheese. Can't cheese. cheese. That was very good cheese. Yeah. And a little fresh loaf of bread. Like that little yeah. bun thing. Yeah. and hummus. It's my favorite. I'm salivating. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. And then we came... We spent a little while there, actually. And that was Pride Day. Yes. Remember, we didn't end up actually getting down to Pride. By the time we actually walked back, we were knackered. Because we, we 
back up after our epic sleep in. We were like, let's be active. So we went for a run. Yeah. And then we did a park workout, which yes. I'm still walking around like a newborn calf because of. My legs are still like, oh, yeah, girl. I'm going to attempt to spin class again tomorrow morning. And we'll Get see. Get it, girl. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so then we did that, and then we went to the park. That's right. And then by the actual time we got back, we that's when we shared a curry. Yep. And we watched a show <laughs> called... Love Island. I mean, you have to feel a bit of shame. In no, you, you don't. As well, but no, no shame. Oh my, it's I complete trash TV, but a guilty pleasure for sure. Okay, coming from me, who Mama <laughs> shout out to Mama, diehard Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise fans. Love Island is literally the Bachelor in Paradise plus Big Brother combo because it's the crazy love romantic connections intimacy new guys new girls stuck in a house stuck in a place yeah but they have more space on bachelor in paradise in the this show love island they have like 10 queen beds that are just all stacked together yeah which which reminds me of uh, is big it brother you made with a big brother right they all have to share space yeah. So that was crazy, and I already feel like I'm getting to know these people and what makes them tick. <laughs> you're gonna have to keep up over the next week while you while you've got the the access to the ITV. Oh gosh, I know. And then you told me that I can actually watch previous seasons, or I'm pretty sure you can watch previous seasons on Netflix. Yes, so you have to check it out. I'll be binging. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be binging. Yeah, that was great, and then that was. Not a late night. And then Sunday, that was yesterday, another epic sleep in. Yeah. Yeah, we've been treating ourselves. Haven't here. we? Treat yourself. Um, Your body knows. Yeah. And then what did we do? We got up and we went um, for a <gasps> lovely roast yes. with some friends. Also a very English experience, another which English I'd never experience. done before. Yeah, so everyone listening is getting to know completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of the traditional English things that, uh, yeah, Amanda's been doing. <laughs> yeah. And the roast was for your friend's birthday. And this was neat because we showed up at 1230 one o'clock one o'clock okay and literally had a roast dinner for lunch with yorkshire puddings that were the size of what's that kind of flour that ants pollinate and they come out they don't pollinate them i'm full of shit an ant just walks all over the bulb and they're big and pink allison's gonna want to punch me (laughs) i don't know what one you're talking about peonies peonies okay (laughs) They were the size of peonies, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we got there. Because uh, ants, okay, yes, to recap, ants don't pollinate them. They just help, like, <laughs> tickle the petals. <laughs> they open. Sure. I don't know. I don't actually know what they do, but now we know. Okay, so yes, they were humongous. The dinner was, dinner, lunch, was so good. Very good, yes. Had potatoes and parsnips, definitely. And cheesy cauliflower. Cheesy cauliflower, yeah, beans, or peas. Peas. And yeah, the meat was so great. We had some wine. It was fabulous. Great turnout of friends. I also really liked that too. That really brought me back to just, um, you know, some of these social cultures that are out there. And you guys are very social. There's a lot that you guys do in groups, which I love. Yeah. And I mean, I know that you spoke about this with my friend Grace on her podcast. Yes. But 
a lot of it is because our immediate families aren't based here. You mm-hmm. know, some of some of my friends' families are based um, elsewhere within England or elsewhere within the UK. Others are, you know, in Ireland or mm-hmm. one in Canada or, you know, people don't have their immediate people here. Yeah. So we've kind of built our own little family that, you know, it's we're always so there for wonderful. each other with birthdays or celebrations or, you know, just kind of looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, everyone is kind of very social, I suppose so, you could say, and really so good. built uh, quite a community, even though it's such a big city. Oh, I um, loved that your, that that particular group met from book club. From a book club, yes. And um, how many books have you read? Ooh, I think since <laughs> I joined it, I think we only read about three or four. And it's been years? <laughs> Yeah, I've these girls about four years now. <laughs> so book it club only, was the initial get together. For, yeah, the first few months, and then we just thought, let's just be friends. We yeah, structure. <laughs> but I love that you still call it book club. Yeah, it's so special. That was uh, that's a really neat way to meet people too. That was through you originally met them through meetup. Yes, that's another great way for anybody listening to just meet people. Is meetups are starting to go everywhere. Yes. and if you are new to an area, um, single, even not single, in a couple, whatever, you just uh, even if you're moving as a family elsewhere and you just want to meet people that are doing similar things or hobbies. There's board game nights. There's book clubs. There's wall climbing. There's sporting events. There's, um, gosh, there's swimming. There's volleyball, beach volleyball. You name it. Yeah, depending on whatever your interests are. Exactly. Whatever language you speak. You know, if you're in a place where, you know, your native language isn't the language that, you know, most other people are speaking, you'll probably be able to find a group of people who are, Mm -hmm. you know, Spanish speakers or Italian speakers, you know, and then be able to, you know, connect that way. Mm -hmm. Or if you're looking to learn the language, say, for example, you can kind of have, there's lots of different different ways that you can meet, whether it's just you want to make friends, whether it's what you want to explore a hobby or an mm-hmm. interest or learn something new. It's, I, th- I would definitely be an advocate for it, for sure. It was definitely something that, that I was grateful for when I first moved here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a big takeaway, putting yourself out there a little bit and, and meetups is a great safe way to do it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. After the roast, oh, this was the other market. Yeah. Then. Which we didn't see any peonies there. I we didn't. Think. But. No, but there were humongous other flowers. Yeah, huge sunflowers and everything. Yeah, Columbia Road Flower Market is one of the best places on a Sunday. Beautiful. It's very hectic, very mm-hmm. busy. Um, but it's really, really fun, really, really beautiful. You can get mm-hmm. some really great bargains on flowers and plants and. Katie's also a veteran at this because she knew that if we walked through and chilled out at one of the the pubs and got a beer and then walked back an hour later that they'd be cheaper and they were. Yes. They're trying to get rid of them at the end of the day. So Mm -hmm. if you're there. Definitely the time to go. uh, Towards the end of the the operating hours, you can always get a pretty good bargain. Which was crazy to me though too that I thought that wouldn't everyone just show up for the last half hour? But it's not the case because I guess people might think, well, they might need them earlier in the day if it's a gift or they're going to someone's house or whatever. But then also that they might think that they get the best pick of whatever's there if they're there earlier. But they were still spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't... I mean, yes, you do have the pick of the cream of the crop (laughs) at the beginning of the day and you may get there and wanted peonies and there aren't any left. But Mm -hmm. yeah, there's always something really, really nice. Yeah. I couldn't believe at the end when we were walking out and it said um, orchids were three for 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah. I was blown away. The, pl- the potted planted orchids. Yeah. Yeah. 
gorgeous. Yeah. And you just need to be able to keep them alive, which I'm not very good at. No, a, a lot. You know what? I've learned a lot about orchids and they do really come and go. And a lot of people will think that they've killed them, but if they're just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just, yeah, they, exactly. Well, you got to give them a few months, but they'll come back. Yeah. They're wonderful. At one point, <laughs> Brett had like 20 orchids in his place. Mm-hmm. They're wow. beautiful. Yeah. They're, orchids and lilies are my fave flowers. Yeah. Yeah. You got lilies yesterday. I got lilies, yeah. Uh, I do love a lily. Then we met Sive and Dave for another beer. <gasps> and Aoife. That was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a few more of my friends having... Super having cool friends. A couple friends. of, um, yeah, a couple of drinks. You um, have fabulous friends. Yeah, it's really nice here. Oh. It's, it, yeah, it, it, despite it being such a big city, I think, like I said, it's... Yeah. Y- you surround yourself with some really good people. Yes. And you can be can be really nice so yeah it was just kind of a chilled out Sunday mm-hmm. and yeah, back. relaxed <gasps> and then got wood fired pizza yes pizza union shout out love it yes um yeah and then more Love Island kind of, we have wrapped up the evening <laughs> with a little bit uh Love Island as it's on every night of the week yeah and then yeah and then you headed off to Wimbledon for the last day today yep that was very English of me wasn't it yeah very very much so it was it was a it was a neat day and I queued for just over two hours. Yes. And they have it figured out. It's down to a system, how they have it through the park. And they have spray-painted lines, like goal lines and yeah. lines like on a field. And, you know, they would take this cue and then they'd wrap them all the way around the end and then bring them up this way and number you off. It was wild. But they did a great job. So, yeah, it was sorted. Um, I was happy that I didn't have to wait as long as they were anticipating we would have had to. Because people were saying that they have queued in the past for four hours or more. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I was happy that it was only two hours. And I was happy to... It was almost like I'd been asking the universe for a little while just for some time to read a book in the sun. Well, I got that today. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, nowhere to be, just kind of to hang out. There there were some girls in the line that I heard saying something like... uh, you know, we are productively wasting time right now. And I thought that's a perfect way to put <laughs> that's it. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Sure. Even yeah. just being in there, once we, I, we actually got through the gate, it was it was very busy. But everyone was so happy to be there. What a neat atmosphere. Yeah. And then got a PIMS and went and sat up on the hill. You have to get a PIMS. Yeah. Murray Mound and a Did PIMS. You like it? Loved it. PIMS. Yes. Yeah. And had a great view. Um, and actually, up on the up on the side of center center court, center court, yeah, yep, they had a big. Uh, apparently, there's only ever been one there in the past, but they actually had it split so that you could see uh, center court, but you could also see court one. Oh, that's so cool. that was really neat too. So I could actually watch the men's match and one of the ladies' matches too. Oh, perfect! I was tre- cheering. I know, right? <laughs> and yeah, no people. You could tell um, there was the young girl, uh, Corey Goff. And she's only 15. She's unbelievable. But you could really tell that there was just this overall sense of feeling of support for her. Yeah. Yeah, with the people watching. Because anytime she did well, you know, the whole little crowd outside would just cheer and clap and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it was so fun. Yeah, and then uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow you're off. Up. I know. That went so fast. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've been able to kind of give your listeners a bit of a preview of what you've been doing and what you've been up to and how great life is in London yes it's pretty cool I know so yeah I came here for one year and here I am 
rounding on to five. Yeah, and <laughs> you've got a good thing going here. Yeah, it's nice. It is. It's it's a it's a cool city to live in for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you got to experience. It. I'm glad you had me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you were like, yes, Lytle, come here and hang out. So thank you. Yes, it's thank been you wonderful. For I love having visitors. Thank you for being a TGIT guest on my podcast. I'm honored. Yeah, thank you, Katie. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to TGIT on the Safe Haven podcast. It has been wonderful. Please make sure that you subscribe, like, share these episodes, and comment as you follow along. Your generous support keeps the sharing and messages coming your way. You can find the Safe Haven podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Podbean. And you can also follow along on Instagram at the Safe Haven podcast for the latest updates. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next week.